When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And pageantry of college football lives here. This is the Paul Feinbaum Show, Hour 4 Podcast. This might be college football, heaven. Big night of college basketball straight ahead. Tennessee hosting South Carolina. Let's send it out to the crew in Knoxville. Hi, Paul. Thanks. Uh, Big story throughout Tennessee, of course, is the play of this uh, Tennessee team, Paul, especially Dalton Connect. He's been sensational. Tennessee's now fifth in the country. South Carolina, Dane, is unranked. That comes as a surprise to those of us who saw him knock off Kentucky at home last week. I mean, what more do you want? I mean, look, they're 5-2 in the SEC. They knock off a top-10 team. They avoid the hangover effect, prove it's not a fluke with their win against Missouri. South Carolina, though, if you're Lamont Paris, you say, fine, we'll be the underdog. Keep that chip on your shoulder, Gamecocks. Boy, they could really send a message when a win on the road tonight against number 5 Tennessee. Top-10 teams have struggled over the course of this season. Don't take our word for it. For more on that, Alyssa Lang is standing by with South Carolina's head coach. Coach, of course, the big story this week is you guys not crack, cracking the top 25. What's been the message to your team ahead of this one as far as those rankings go? Yeah, we try not to worry too much about that. Honestly, we got a lot of things that we're concentrating on, just getting better and trying to play our style and our brand of basketball. We got a great challenge in front of us with a really good team here, um, and it presents an unbelievable opportunity for us. So we're we're really more focused on that. It's fun for everyone else to talk about the rankings and that kind of thing, but we're on a mission just to get better. Michi had a bit of an off night shooting last game out against Missouri. What do you tell him ahead of an opportunity like this one as far as continuing to chip away at that part of his game? Yeah, I think you just have to, he's got to be confident. He knows I have a tremendous amount of confidence in him in, as a player. And so just go out there and play and do your thing and not uh, stress about it. Don't overthink it. Shots will present themselves to him. We need him to, I keep saying this, he has to have his foot on the gas pedal for us to be successful offensively. Um, he does a lot of things for us. He creates shots for others. He attacks and gets to the rim. So, you know, it, it doesn't all come down to making and missing up his jump shots. So just to try to let him relax and, you know, enjoy the atmosphere and, and the challenge that lies ahead and just go out and play. Finally, Coach, the rest of the SEC has been trying to figure out how to defend Dalton Connect on this yeah. Tennessee team. What's the plan for him tonight? Well, I mean, that's a that's a real challenge. He's an unbelievable player offensively. He's got a, a wide skill set. He can do a lot of different things, scoring a lot of different ways. So we'll, we'll throw a lot of different guys at him. Obviously, we'll try to help off of some other guys onto him some. But I think the biggest key is just to make him work to get his shots. We'd like him. Uh, he's going to score points. That's what he does. But I just don't think you can have him be a really efficient scorer. I think you have to have him be a high volume type of guy for us to have success that we need to. And so they got other guys on the floor, too. So so we got to concentrate on the other matchups as well. Thank you, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, Alyssa, thanks. Now we know where to park our scooters when we come to Food City Center. And nobody knows how to defend Dalton Connect. He's averaging 32 points a game over his last five. 
Many think he's the favorite for the SEC Player of the Year. Dane, you may think you think that he might be the National Player of the Year. Yeah, he's a once-in-a-decade type player for your program if you're lucky. And when you think about back to the Tennessee greats over the past 20 years, Chris Lofton, Grant Williams, insert Dalton Connect into that status, and he is the reason why everybody thinks this could be the year for Tennessee's first Final Four. They've had great regular seasons, great SEC tournaments, Sweet 16s, but he is the missing piece everybody's been waiting to see. If you had to defend him, where would you try to get him to shoot from quickly? Boy, I try to double team and try to have him not shoot. But as Lamont Paris said, we got to stay between him and the basket, just try to make him contest the tough twos. You know, last week we're on Feinbaum, and the story was Big Z. Big Z did nothing at South Carolina. It's the Gamecocks got a win against a sixth threat. Gamecocks, uh, I don't think Dalton Connect is just going to disappear into the ether tonight. He's the best player in one of the best leagues in college basketball, and he came from out of nowhere, from northern Colorado to the Volunteer State. He is the star for tonight's showdown. Thanks, Paul. Back to you. And we're back here. Let's grab some more phone calls uh, before the game. And J.K. is first up. What's happening, Paul Feinbaum? J.K. Hey, Paul, I've been listening to this Tennessee stuff all day. I'm really laughing and trying to keep from crying because I'm laughing so hard. But down here in our parts in Birmingham, the Jocks Network, uh, they've been turning flips and doing summer, somersaults because it's Tennessee's program. And everybody's demanding that the NCAA do a little homework and punish these programs for this and punish these programs for that. But I didn't see none of this gymnastics when uh, they found all those Dodge Chargers and Dodge Challenges down on those uh, players' dorm down at Alabama when Nick was there. And now that the players are demanding more than a Dodge and they want Mercedes and Ferraris now, Nick gets in the portal and leaves. Big Al is in the portal. All the best players in the portal. And everybody wants to punish Tennessee now. All these teams cheat. They get away with stuff. They got secret handshakes that's been going on. Yeah, uh, J.K., I hate to interrupt your uh, soliloquy here, but the, 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 the only reason Tennessee is in harm's way because they are, they are under the NCAA watch, having just settled a case a couple of months ago. Let, let me I, I know the purpose of your, of your call is to trash Alabama. I just tried to throw a few facts in there. But, Paul, I didn't, I didn't ask you to butt in. You, you volunteered to do that. But let, let me I'm finish my soliloquy. They, uh, hey, that's what I was, I was leading into that. I want to know today, Paul Feinbaum, are you now a true volunteer fan now that Nick is gone, or are you going to continue to wave that flag for Alabama? Well, I've, I've always Alabama been a volunteer fan tell him, tell because that's now. where my degree is from. Uh, I just happen to have lived in Alabama the majority of um, my adult life. you got a degree from Tennessee, but you got an honorary doctrine for Nick Saban. I well, just want to know. But I have not lived Alabama in Alabama fan? in almost 11 years, though, so uh, I don't know what that means to you. Paul, you hadn't lived in Alabama, but you've been on the back of that boat with Nick Saban. Well, yeah. by the way, J.K., uh, it's been a lot better boat to be on than the one that uh, capsized from your program, uh, the USSS Titanic. Hey, Paul, I just want to know, are you going to steal away the flag for Bama? Or are you going to wave the flag for Tennessee this season? I don't, first gone. of all, uh, all J.K., I, I, don't, I don't wave the flag. I just uh, spit out the truth. What truth? The truth that, that Alabama's had the best whoop. program in the country for the last 17 years. That's the truth. Hey, hey, hey Paul, let me ask you this. And, and we know all of this is since Nick, but before Nick, they don't want to talk about that. 
Why didn't Alabama have Harbaugh since he kicked Washington and Alabama's butt? Uh, I don't think Jim Harbaugh wanted to coach in college football anymore. Otherwise, he would have <laughs> stayed at his alma mater, Brainiac. Hey, Paul, you know I'm just. Hey, Paul, you know I'm just picking at you, man. Hey, hey, and a lot of a lot of these Bama fans, they can't take this smoke. That's why I keep on lighting it, baby. Hey, Paul, you have a good one, baby. We'll talk to you some other time. You need a new speechwriter. Uh, I man is up next. Well, good afternoon, there, Paul. I tell you, you were just talking to J.K. and you're talking about a better boat to be on. I don't know about that little. Uh, that little uh, Gilligan's Island boat that you and Carly and, and Saban were on, is that the boat you're talking about? I guess so, yeah. You know, you ought to show that picture. Y'all ought to dig that picture out and we, show I think that, we, we showed it when uh, we had Rick Carly on a couple weeks ago. Yeah, well, you ought to show it every day. It ought to be part of your uh, little uh, film clip every day. Because that, that's a great picture. I mean, three great men. Three wise men. You, you know. And 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 the goat, and and you know you're the goat of the SEC network, and then you got the goat of the Birmingham uh, sports. I mean, there's three goats. How many damn animals can you put in a dinghy? You can put three goats. You know, Paul. I, I, yesterday when I called, talked to Brenda, I, I I heard her make some statements about you know the show being Jerry Springer and crazy and full of hate, and I was already dialing before she ever said my name and I was just listening to her and I asked her one question and she never answered it. How long has she been listening to this program? Because now you will vouch that I'm the longest continuous caller on this program and I've been calling and Jim was there. So we're talking 20 years, 20 plus years. And this show is, is pretty much the same show that it's always been other than the fact you have a lot more guests now than you had when you were not with the SEC Network. Is that a fair statement? Fair. That's a, that's a fair statement. I mean, you could say it with a little more enthusiasm. I mean, yes, I mean, you're, you're absolutely correct. Well, you, and, you, and you mentioned that like, it, like these guests are toxic. I mean, we have guests on because no, we, no, I didn't we say were that. no longer I didn't say uh, that. in a one-state area. We, we cover the entire country No, you, you, you had guests then, but you didn't have access to these guests. No, no, I, guests and, and, and anybody who wants to criticize the show, the, the, the quality of guests is significantly higher today than it was back then. Absolutely, absolutely. And most of the, the significant guests you had on your show, talk down to you like they were doing you a favor. Right. Well, here you are, and where are they? Where are they? Where are they now? We don't know. We don't know. But we know where you are, because Brenda called you yesterday. And and I was just, you know, you know kind of like in the mafia. When I called and got in on her call, I made her a maid. I, I, you know, she, she was made. She's now been authenticated. I pretty much handed her an autographed picture of me signed. Okay, Brenda, we see you. Now, mosey long, let somebody else come up in front. I mean, you, you've been here for five minutes. So let somebody, you got to go because there's a line, Brenda. And and uh, and I, I just really don't think many people really understand what this show is. Uh, they just don't get it. They don't get the callers. But I tell you what they do. 
they they want you to know who they are. They want to talk to you because you're such a sweet man. And then they get all starstruck when they're talking to you. Don't you get that feeling? <laughs> and, and they do because not many people pay attention to some of these folks. And they're sitting around and they're lonely and they need to talk to somebody. The number's right there. They got through. And you said, let's go to Brenda. She's happy. She's happy. Now she's going she's gonna to tell us how she feels and what she knows best. I'm going to ask Trey this. I heard Trey's a little bad tribe on Jim. I know that Jay uh, Trey was involved in some kind of athletics, like a referee or maybe a he coach. Was, or but, I mean, I hate to run. We're, we're late for a break. But he, he was an official for many, many years. We come back. More to come right after this. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Is your schedule too packed to see a doctor about your erectile dysfunction? Well, with Hims, now you can get treated for ED without stepping foot outside your door. They're changing men's health care by providing access to affordable sexual health treatments from the comfort of your couch. Hims provides access to doctor-trusted ED treatment options such as chewable hard mints, brand name treatments like Viagra, or generic alternatives for up to 95% cheaper. The process is simple and entirely online. Just answer a series of questions and a medical provider will determine the right treatment option. If prescribed, your medication ships to you free. No insurance needed. So what are you waiting for? Join the hundreds of thousands of trusted HIMSS subscribers and get treated. Start your free online visit today at HIMSS.com Paul. That's HIMS.com Paul for your personalized ED treatment options. HIMSS.com Paul. Hard mints are chewable compounded products which are not approved by or verified for safety or effectiveness by the FDA. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies on product and subscription plan. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to final getting out to the ballpark there's no better time for sports fans sign up today new users get a bet reset up to one thousand dollars in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win download espn bet today what a play must be 21 plus and present in select states gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER terms and conditions apply see app for details you're listening to the paul feinbaum show podcast We've got some basketball coming up here in just a minute. South Carolina, Tennessee. Guys up next in Nashville. Hey, guy. Hey, how you doing, Paul? We're Appreciate doing you answering Thank my you. call. Great. You be, you bet. Yeah, I was uh, going to start off with uh, I man. I wasn't going to talk about him, but man, that guy makes me feel dumber every time I I listen to him. I, I think I'll drop some IQ points just hearing his voice. Uh, what 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 are your thoughts on Pat Ford? Pat Forty, uh, yeah, I, I I suspect a lot of Tennessee people don't like him. Am I accurate in my assessment? He, yeah, absolutely. I was gonna say that guy's a, a miserable little twerp. 
who's been trying to come after us for years. That guy's day's coming. I know he's got some skeletons in his closet, and when those skeletons come to light, I'm going to pop some champagne. Go Vols. Clayton is up next. Uh, hey, Clayton, good afternoon. Hey, Paul, thanks for taking my call. Thank uh, you. I'm not. I'm not going to question your journalistic integrity like J.K. did. Don't don't worry. Thank you. Uh, that was that was a little rough. Um, and I'm also not going to slander uh, Pat there, but I, I will say I'm a proud UT alumni, and I know you are as well. Uh, and you know, I, I really hope you're wrong about your kind your your theory about the NCAA president leaking this to the to the uh, reporters because you know I, I know they're uh, they're under the lens right now and everything, but, you know, I think they picked the wrong university to do this to, to make an example of, you know, and this is what I want your thoughts on. I know, you know, you're good friends with Dawn DePlowman. I don't think she's a woman you're going to want to mess with. If you're the NCAA president. Uh, no, no, Clayton, she, I, I, I'll offer this. Uh, and, and I think everybody knows uh, how I feel about Dawn DePlowman. Uh, I, I, I said many times to her and, and, and in other forums that I thought she saved the University of Tennessee. And the reason I said that, because I, I felt at the time she threw uh, Jeremy Pruitt out, it was, it was a big moment. The NCAA was watching closely, and I think they may have spent money on the case, but ultimately Tennessee prevailed without losing anything of value. She uh, went after the university. She went after the NCAA, unlike I have ever seen a president or chancellor go after them. And, and I think she set the tone as opposed to allowing them to set the tone, and I agree with you. I think she is a, a fierce leader. I think she's uh, done a phenomenal job for the university, and she clearly uh, threw the first punch here after this story surfaced. Uh, and I think that's where you want the NCAA on their on their heels because they are clearly they are an inept organization. They have a their enforcement staff is dysfunctional. Uh, without help, they have they have not put anybody under in a long time. And I think they, their biggest fear is that Tennessee will, will come after them with, all, with guns blazing, uh, especially in, uh, on a legal uh, framework. And, and I think they're, they're, they cannot afford to lose another case. Uh, so therefore, I think uh, the, the university has acted uh, ferociously and, and wisely here. William is up next in Maryville. Hello, Paul. How are you? Great, William. Well, before, before I get into the Tennessee situation, I'd like to address two issues. Number one, just send condolences to the families and friends and colleagues of our two Navy SEALs and our three Georgia reservists who've been killed uh, in service to this country in the last week. Uh, and, and number two, I'd like to send a happy birthday greeting to my friend Matt in San Antonio and remind him that he's got more years in the windshield than he does in the rearview mirror, unlike some of us old farts out here. Uh, and just wish him a happy birthday and uh, good wishes moving forward. Uh, you know, in regard to the Tennessee situation, Paul, uh, you know, the NCAA has allowed a catch-22 or a fiction to be created that these collectives can work in a vacuum apart from the university. And, you know, where you've got student-athletes that have market value, they're not going to sign with a program until they know they're collective value or their their nil deal and so they've created this you know this chinese wall which is a complete economic fiction and you know as a result it's chaos in the marketplace now i just read chancellor plowman's letter 
and, and I gleaned really three things from it. Number one, she requested a meeting with uh, uh, Mr. Baker, Baker in yeah. uh, uh, yes in in December, and he refused to meet with her and Danny White, which says a lot. Number two, uh, she pointed out that six months ago, after she had fallen on the proverbial sword, uh, you know, the NCAA praised Tennessee for their institutional integrity and cooperation, and now they're going after them. Uh, I think the NCAA, is, as Legend said, is, is, is a worthless organization that's outlived its good. And, and I would ask that uh, whether Trandy Boyd, president of the university, or Chancellor Plowman or the athletic department, I would ask that they uh, set up a fund uh, for specific uh, donations for legal expense, that we take the position that we're going to go scorched earth on the NCAA, that they're acting in bad faith in violation of their charter to help student athletes and help universities, and that uh, the University of Tennessee go uh, go after their uh, their existence. And uh, I hope others would join in join with us because you know no good deed goes unpunished. Tennessee hey, William, is there anything uh, I mean other than the preemptive uh, shot across the bow? Is there anything else they can do right now? I think they can continue taking her the position she's taken. They can raise money for their defense. Okay. They can gear up for a legal battle. Uh, they can start figuring out, okay, who are we going to depose? Who leaked this to the New York Times? Yeah, in I, I wanted to of- ask you about that because uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm way too inside the Beltway here, but the the reporters on this story. One is uh, married to Nicole Wallace, who is an anchor at, at MSNBC and is a former uh, Bush uh, White House press secretary. The other one is uh, primary is their chief investigative story. Then they have a, a, a sports guy on the on the on the on the story. William, I have never seen. I mean, we're talking about heavy hitters that cover Donald Trump's finances. Hunter Biden, how they ended up on this story. I, I, I have never seen reporters like that on a sports story. Because it was leaked to them, Paul. It was fed to them for exactly the reasons you said, which was to send a message. And I think Tennessee, through Chancellor Plowman, has sent the, the, the return message that, you know, we're not going to roll over. The state's not going to roll over. The university's not going to roll over. And, and I would... Uh, turn our fundraising efforts to the, the, the war chest to fight them. Uh, they, they're, they're, they're out of control, and, and they've cre- allowed this NIL and transfer dysfunction and this Catch-22 to exist. And, you know, they think they're going after low-hanging fruit. I don't think they are because I think that the University of Tennessee can put a fund together and the people together to defend it. Uh, I don't know what the financial resources of the NCAA are, but uh, uh, well, you know, they're not, it, they're not great. To because, uh, I mean, they have uh, they are currently under assault, as you know, on, on, on multiple fronts. And we need to assault them even more. We need to have scorched earth. We need to depose, investigate. You know, uh, the, the mere fact that they would not meet with Chancellor Plowman in December just shows their lack of good faith, in my opinion. William, we head to the break. Thank you very, very much. Uh, An important call right there from Maryville, Tennessee. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. 
That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. Back for the uh, final 30 minutes of the program. Billy is up next in Philadelphia. Hello, Billy. Hi, Paul. My question is about Tennessee. Is where is this thing headed? I mean, obviously the NCAA is is playing a political game. Um, uh, Tennessee is really saying that you're not qualified to judge us at all. So that sounds like we're headed for court. Is there going to be a trial in Washington or a trial in Tennessee? I mean, where where does this thing get resolved now? Well. I, mean, I, I think the NCAA is, is going through the motions. I, I think this is more about sending a message, Billy, than it's about serious enforcement. The NCAA cannot really deal with, with uh, these collectives because there, there's so much gray area. And, I mean, I, I'm a little bit concerned about the player in question here because that may be their only approach. But beyond that, uh, I, I think they're, they're between a rock and a hard place. And with the fear of litigation far outweighs the, uh, the message that they're sending because, frankly, uh, what Tennessee is alleged to have done is no different than any other major school right now. Yeah, I, 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 I think it's a flimsy effort on the part of the MCAA. My question is, how do you want, where does it get resolved? I mean, uh, this can go on forever. Well, I, I think... Uh, there has to be a restructuring, and that takes the powerful commissioners in the of the SEC and the Big Ten and others to. But the the, the fly the the fly in the ointment is that college athletics still needs the NCAA for everything other than football, uh, because okay. the, these tournaments, uh, the women's, the men's, the baseball, the softball, these are all very valuable money makers, and the contracts are already done where. In football, uh, the NCAA has no purpose other than to be a traffic cop to to okay. legislate eligibility questions and how many so schools can be really eligible for a bowl. Okay, so this 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 uh, legal action or whatever enforcement action really isn't the isn't that big a story. I mean, it's going to have to be. Well, I, I, I don't. I mean, and, and may, you know, I'm not saying I, I don't have any information. I mean, I gave a supposition earlier, but I don't think I'm wrong because. I know the industry, I know the media business, and you don't, you don't get too highfalutin reporters uh, who normally in, uh, investigate Donald Trump's finances um, yeah. suddenly uh, looking into a, a, a this, is, this is penny ante stuff when you get right down to it. Okay. I mean, they got their head handed to them. The president's letter was just devastating. Yeah, and, and, and I mean, they, I think, I think uh, William made a good point. I mean, how tough is it for the NCAA president to meet with these people? Uh, you don't. I, I mean, I mean, even uh, even the even the special prosecutor in the Trump case met with the Trump attorneys. I mean, you don't have to say anything, Billy. You just meet. You just have it. You say, okay, <laughs> hey, you can come up and see me tomorrow at ten o'clock. Uh, you sit yeah. there for thirty minutes and you go, well, you know, we really can't say anything, and you let them rant and rave, and uh, you say, listen, thanks for thanks for dropping by. Would you like some coffee before you go? <laughs> okay. All right. Well, listen, thank you very much. Thank you very and much. Uh, good to hear from you. It's happening. You, you bet. Bubba is up next in North Carolina. Hello, Bubba. 
What's shaking, Paul? We're Randy. Randy. Hey, I want to give a shout-out to Matt in San Antonio. Happy birthday, big guy. Hey, and I got a question for you, Paul. Have you ever heard a guy named Bubba sound more like a Bubba than me? No. Awesome. That's what I wanted to hear, buddy. Unlike page 54, I'm comfortable in my own skin, so God love him is all I can say. Uh, sounds like some of your older callers are getting a little insecure. Uh, do you think it's from the threat of the influx of the two new schools coming in and possibly bringing more callers to your show? I hope so. Yeah, yeah, me too. Uh, Tennessee, this is a joke, Paul. The NCAA is so irrelevant to Power 5 football at the college level. This is a p- p- publicity stunt. Exactly. The FBI could not investigate the level of NIL stuff that's went on in the last two years. This is a joke. I mean, they're trying to they're trying to make Tennessee some kind of a scapegoat. They're, I, honestly, I think this will just about finish off the NCAA as far as it pertains to big time college football. What do you think? I, th- I think it's a dangerous road for them, and, and, and I agree. Uh, you've got an NCAA president who, and, and you, you follow the show. Every time we get a reporter on, they always say, oh, he's doing a great job. The guy hasn't done anything. Uh, he's been there a year and a half, and all he does is sound like a politician. And, you know, it's like he's compared to the last guy, he's doing well. And that's the only thing good you can say about him, because after a year and a half, has Congress done anything? Exactly. Congress, and Congress isn't doing anything about. Hey, Congress isn't doing anything about two of the biggest issues in the world: uh, the border and Ukraine. You think they're going to suddenly push all that aside, Gaza aside, and say we need to we need to help bail the NCAA out? Are you serious? Congress can't do anything. Absolutely, right. you nailed that on the head. And honestly, the NCAA, I mean, they're basically just trying to to make some smoke. For an institution that is so scared to go to court over anything, to bring up something like this, it, it's ridiculous, well, but, Paul. I mean, have you, ridiculous. You've heard the old phrase, uh, you know, back in the day, I think it was from Casablanca, uh, round up the usual suspects. That's what they did here. They are, uh, the NCAA is trying to, to send the message, hey, we, we got this. Uh, so let's, let's throw Tennessee under the bus. So we could have chosen Ohio Absolutely. State. We could have chosen... Uh, uh, somebody else, but Tennessee is because Tennessee is in that window. They are the most vulnerable school right now. Absolutely, they just came off of the Pruitt deal and all of that. They're a big enough school in a big in, in a big conference. They're relevant, and they're trying to make an example out of them. And like you said, it's a joke, man. They would have to go uh, nationwide investigating every school's nil dealings. And it's impossible. Well, they can't. They uh, let because... the genie get out of the bottle and take off down the road, and they're not going to catch it. Well, one thing about Tennessee, I mean, they they they, they made them angry, and, and I give I give the chancellor credit for for doing what she did. Uh, it's not going anywhere other than a couple of headlines. Thanks for the call, AJ. Let's get some intelligence here. Let's get some thought. You know, Paul. Yeah. Look, you, you said a great analogy a minute ago. You talking about the the uh, fly and the ointment. The fly in the ointment, Paul, is the NCAA. You know, good and well, all they're doing is trying to flex their muscle right now because they've lost everything, all credibility. They have, I mean, they look like Jim trying to go over there to the uh, 
workout bench and can't even you know lift anything but the bar. But I'm gonna tell you something. You was talking about um and what was it uh, uh intentional leak, and so you know that's what I'd like to do. I, I'd like to intentionally take a leak on the NCAA <laughs> and John. Oh, and John. John. Yeah, and I've taken an intentional leak on you, John. Let me tell you something, John. I've gathered enough intelligence on you, John. And Paul, let me tell you what he does, okay? <laughs> this is what he does, Paul. He gets over there in his box over there in Missouri, and he pours him up a couple of those barbecue-flavored bourbons. Maybe puts a little soda pop on there, Paul. And he sits over there, and he says, couple of drinks in, you know, throws them back, Paul. He says, I think I'm going to make a worthless-ass call to the Paul Feinbaum show. And I'm going to talk about that juvenile AJ. That's what it stands for, Auburn Juvenile, Paul. I'm going to tell you something, John. Wake up and smell your own damn coffee and over and out. Good night. <laughs> I'm just laughing because I, I felt like laughing. Uh, Zach is up next. Uh, hey, Zach. Hey, Mr. Paul. You doing all right tonight? Yes, sir. We're doing great. Hey, just got a few things I'm going to run through real quick. I haven't called in a while. Um, I didn't want to call during football season about the people calling to complain about how long they have to wait and how they can't get through. Whoever's doing that, is making everybody else wait longer and not right. get through longer. I'll just leave it at that. And then um, the joke about Jim yesterday about his sister carries his books and he gets slapped out by the man, that was hilarious. That that was just gold. That was pretty funny. Um, sir? No, I said that was very funny. I agree. Yes, yes, it was. Um, and, and then all these new people calling – not talking about sports and like picking on people like I man who I disagree with, at least he's he might not be talking about his own team, but he's rivaling he's always talking bad about Alabama, which is still sports. And these other people are just calling to hear themselves talk and just talking bad about other people, not even because of who they care about team wise. It's like they're just trying to get famous on your show. And like uh I'm not gonna name names, but it's just you know, either come with some some type of sports, talking bad about other people's fine, talking good about your team, but just coming just to just to hear yourself talk. You you can talk to yourself in the mirror. And um I just hear everybody talking bad about I man the last two days and and if if Charles from Real Town would call back, then y'all would know a true caller. And if Tammy was still around, y'all would know one of the best callers. And that's all I got for you, Mr. Paul. Well done. Thank you very, very much. Uh, John is up next in Chicago. Hey, John. Hey, Paul. Thanks for taking my call. I know it's late in the show. Sure. Uh, all this talk about Tennessee and NCAA. Why, why didn't the NCAA look more into Michigan and finish that little investigation so they can take that NCAA uh, trophy back from them for actually violating a rule about stealing signs? Well, that's a, that's a that great suggestion. And that's about all I have because, I mean, Tennessee, I mean, there's really no rules about – I mean, you're, you're letting people pay, pay players to come play. So, I mean, I don't see what they did to violate anything. But you got people out there 
you got coaches leaving because they know they're going to get implicated going to the NFL, not naming names, Jim Harbaugh. And, I mean, you're skating, I'm going to stay in Michigan, I'm going to stay, yeah, whatever. You know you left because you wanted to win that Lombardi trophy, whatever. But, but you know, I, I think, I think you just raised a great point. If you take the NCAA investigation out, he probably, he might still be there. Oh, I know he would. I mean, he, he has bank. He names his own price. It's not that. He left because he knew he was going to get in trouble. And if he gets an NFL, you can pretty much do what you want. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't care. As long as you get a good audience. There you go. Money speaks. <laughs> hey, thank you very much. Uh, really good to hear from you. Let's con- uh, we'll take a short break. We still have a few minutes to go. We will be right back. You're listening to the Paul Feinbaum Show podcast. 